3: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: An
4: Erio's Original
3: And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemails and read your reviews. I'm Allie Siegel.
5: I'm Melissa Seton, and I, producer Maria. Let's see if we have any reviews. This is from Bitchcoin. I discovered this podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I can't believe I'm going to run out of episodes soon. huh that's crazy to me that you can listen to <laughs> hundreds. Yeah, of episodes oh my god, couple of weeks. Maria, Melissa, and Allie have kept me company while I run errands alone, do my freelance taxes, yikes. Yeah, you can say that And again. update my resume and portfolio. It's almost like having friends. I can't wait until I have something to call in about. I was going to tell y'all about the Bell Witch, and then you already had an episode. <laughs> Just join the Patreon and the Discord, and I cannot believe the amazing community that this podcast has created. Aww. I'm really excited to start being a part of it. Thanks ladies for creating a really awesome space. And thanks for the rest of the web crawlers for making it thrive.
3: Oh, that's nice. So so Here's one from Silly Nally. Um, five stars late to the party. Did we read this one or did you just send it to the group chat? The one about the sleeping. We have not read this. Okay, late to the party. My husband has been listening to web crawlers for a while. He puts podcasts on to sleep and often repeats shows and episodes he doesn't remember hearing, aka he fell asleep. Web crawlers is one of the few I enjoy listening to so much that I had to start following the podcast myself so I could hear the full episodes. Not only is this podcast good for falling asleep to, no annoying voices, no random loud and jarring noises, and the content is not the type to infiltrate my dreams in a terrible way. Is she listening to the right podcast? It's even better to listen to Awake. It's now one of my favorite podcasts. I never miss an episode. That is so nice. Also, please listen to our episode when you're sleeping. Let's get those numbers up.
5: <laughs> yeah, just put it on right before you go to bed. Yeah, you put it on like silent. Just, yeah, <laughs> put it
3: on and turn your sound off and then just let that baby roll. <laughs>
5: Well, should we get into these? Yeah, yeah, Queen voicemails. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, this call is for web
2: crawlers. Um, I love you guys so much. Y'all are all my favorite. Um, especially Maria. I feel like I relate to her. Wow. Um, wanted to tell y'all uh, I sent an email. Um, basically, I live in Houston and. I learned of the, uh, Houston mass murders, uh, while I was in high school. I went to the high school for law enforcement and criminal justice when we had to study, uh, particular serial killers. And we basically got to pick whatever so whatever serial killers we wanted. Sorry, I'm making, uh, breakfast for dinner for me and my hubby. Um, so basically, I had to study um, a serial killer, get into the mind of the serial killer, as part of my project when I was in 11th grade. And basically, I learned in the 1970s, in the uh, Heaton Heights area, that um, there was a... Uh, Candyman. He actually owned a candy store across the street from a elementary school. His name was Dean Coral, and he had two teenage accomplices named Wayne Henley um, and David Brooks. Basically, my dad was uh, a potential victim of the serial killer. Whoa. And I uh, sent them email over yesterday. My name is Ariel Garza. So, um, I hope you guys do a story on the Houston Mass Murders because this is something where John Wayne Gacy actually got a lot of ideas from, which is from Dean Corll. Oh. Uh, so that was actually pretty fascinating. A lot of people don't really talk about it. But um basically, I told my dad, you know, hey, did you experience this in the 1970s? And he basically went white and told me finally his story. He was very ashamed of it because this man was, basically a pedophile and he only raped and tortured boys so my dad really kept it quiet he's very timid and very um <clears throat> introverted so just wanted to share this story with y'all and maybe you guys can actually um do a story on this um again I love you guys I listen to y'all while I build model homes and I do paint jobs That's and I paint ceramics. Um, you guys are very entertaining and I love you guys. So, uh, hopefully this may end up on an episode, but, um, love y'all. Have a great day.
5: Happy Sunday. Bye. Oh, Dean Coral. I've heard that name. C-O-R-L-L. Yeah. Ah, oh, American ser- serial killer from 1970 to 1973 in Houston in Pasadena, Texas. He was aided by two teenage accomplices. Whoa. That's crazy. Whoa. Yeah, we should do an episode about this. This is crazy. Oh, there's an episode of Criminal Minds about it. Oh, fuck yeah. You know I'm a mind's head. The Candyman <laughs> or the Pied Piper is what they called him. Dang. Okay. Okay. Well, next message.
2: Hi. This message is for the web crawlers. Okay, in my head, you guys know who this is, but in reality, I know that you know. I'm, I'm not one of like those callers that everybody loves. It's, it's about the other widow again. <laughs> Everyone loves it's you. It's been a while since I've called. First of all, shout out back to my girl Rachel. Second of all, I don't know if you get into this in the episode, but I was listening to the most recent mailbag, and y'all are talking about the rap uh, duo, Deantward. Yes. Oh my God, you guys. I'm not sure if you Google this in the episode or anything, but they are insane. I also, Melissa, really liked them, and they are absolute... Creeps. Um, what? There are allegations of sexual assault. No. Um, the uh, ninja, the, uh, the, the guy... Yeah, ninja. ...is, I mean, he has multiple uh, kind of allegations of all sorts of crazy, horrible stuff he's done. And oh, no. their relationship with each other is bizarre. I think they have a kid together. I'm not sure. Yeah, they do. But, yeah, actually... It would be a really good episode because there's, like, lots of, like, controversy as to, like, whether or not they're, like, possessed or something. So <laughs> possessed? Absolutely look into that. They are insane. Um, secondly, and I'm probably going to have to call back, but I'm apologizing. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I – everybody calls in a second time, and I'm sticking to my guns. So I am calling – to tell you guys a really, really strange story.
5: So okay.
2: when I was a teenager, um, I had an incredibly bizarre experience. One of my family members suffers with Lyme disease. Now, this family member kind of got into a bit of a rut um, because she was feeling that, uh, you know, conventional medicine wasn't really going well for her. So she was looking at B-stinks. the holistic stuff. And oh my God, guys I'm actually having like a panic attack waiting for this call her to drop on me. but I have to call back. <laughs>
1: um,
2: yeah, anyway. So she started doing some sort of holistic-y things. It was actually the same family member that I was with during my, uh cannibal llama guy story
5: oh so we she went to this okay there's a part two
3: people do bee stings for lime
5: yeah i've heard that
2: Hey, uh, this is for the web crawlers, calling back, not apologizing. So basically what happened was um, my family member wasn't feeling that conventional medicine was really helping her, so she looked into some holistic stuff for her Lyme disease. So we go to this um, homeopath who was supposed to have, and I'm not sure what the direct quote was, but it was really bizarre the way that it was worded. Um, the most powerful microscope in a privately owned practice in the tri state area. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, it was really specific. Anyway, we go to this place. And she her basic thing was she could diagnose your type of Lyme disease and, like, the level to which it was affecting you. She could just diagnose all this stuff around your Lyme disease, like how bad it was, et cetera, by taking a blood sample and looking at it under this, like, magical, super strong microscope. (laughs) So she found um, my family member, and she's looking at the blood sample, and, I mean... It was, I mean, at this point, I'm 16. I've been in biology class. I've seen it before. Like, it looks like a blood sample, but I'm just pointing out these little specks uh, in the blood, which actually kind of look, like, spiky. Like, almost like what we know now is, like, the coronavirus, but, like, obviously it wasn't. But, like, these little spiky, like, burns in the blood, to some sense and she was like, oh, yep, yeah, that's it, you know? And then she goes on this whole thing. She sold my family member a bunch of uh, vitamins and supplements and all this stuff and then she turns to me who, again I'm 16 years old I am not with my mother or father I am with this family member who is not actually a legal guardian she turns to me and she goes you know you have been in the same environment as your family you might have Lyme disease too
1: oh no we take a
2: look. And I'm like I was terrified right because this adult is telling me that I might have Lyme disease. What and I'm the like, fuck? Hey. So, you know, she looks, and she goes, like, are you tired sometimes? And I'm oh, like, no. oh, oh no, Like, obviously, I'm tired. I work on a freaking ranch.
5: Yeah, <laughs> everyone's tired. And she's like, are you
2: tired sometimes? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you sometimes kind of get anxious? And oh, like, no. Of course, I'm a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> oh, I'm like, no. 16-year-old girls are oh, always anxious? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you notice that when you get during your period, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, come on!
5: <laughs> There's a part. It's like, three, Do you have
3: eyes and a nose and a mouth?
2: Hi, this is for the web crawlers.
5: Okay,
2: now <laughs> <laughs> okay, Back to my story. I guess now I have to finish it because the only thing that would be worse than having to talk like a third time is not finishing the story. So, Okay, so basically this woman is just, like, laying out all of these, like, really obvious things that probably affect me as a 16-year-old girl. And I'm or like, anyone. Oh, my God. Yeah, it yeah, happens to me. And so then she takes a blood sample from me. She looks at it, and it is what she shows me on this screen. So she has this big screen that, like, is showing me what she sees under the microscope. Um, in retrospect... I believe it was identical to what was being shown when she did my (laughs) family members, Uh for example. Um, Which is to say, I don't think that there was... I think that she took her blood, slid it under like a microscope, and then pretended that what was on the screen... We're, we're under the microscope. You've been cloned, bitch. <laughs> like, uh, and yeah, so apparently I had uh even worse Lyme disease than my family member no, did. No and like, I was definitely going to die if I didn't take all this vitamin D stuff. And yeah, I think that actually this leads me into the other thing I was going to say is that you guys need to do an episode on like really weird holistic cult almost because even though it sh- this, this woman is not a, like this woman didn't run a cult it's really strange how holistic medicine um, kind of see that void that like conventional medicine is clearly not filling mm-hmm. uh, especially for people with chronic illnesses and how they kind of like loop you into a, like, a, a medical cult, if that makes sense, where, like, you have to get their vitamins and you have to get their proprietary blended tea and all of this stuff. Um, there are just so many examples of this really creepy, strange mindset, especially with, you know, holistic... uh quote end quote doctors and practitioners and stuff. Um not yucking anybody else's yum. I'm sure that a lot of them really do have like some knowledge in some ways, because uh, there's a lot that we don't understand, you know, with conventional medicine. But yeah, that's my story and I'm gonna go now before I get dropped again. Bye.
5: That's crazy. That's so sad.
3: That sucks. I think that's so true. Like Yeah. There's so many scammers out there in yeah. the wellness industry and there's a difference between eastern medicine and this weird holistic trend because mm-hmm. if you look at things like acupuncture that works fantastically but if someone says lavender oil is going to cure your cancer that's no not, it that's not no, a fact it, um, it sucks
5: because when people have like cancer and like the medicine like isn't working Of course, they're going to be, if someone's like, oh, I have this other thing that can cure you, like, people are desperate. They're like, yeah, I might as well try it, you know? I have nothing to
3: lose. Anyone who ever offers you a cure uh, is doing you a disservice. If someone is offering you, like, an option for potential healing or improvement, yeah. That is something to look into. Nothing should ever be mandatory, uh, incredibly expensive. It's just, yeah.
5: I want to see this microscope this lady has. <laughs> I know I, I, when she said that
3: I was like I want to give this lady some m- my blood. I'm not going to lie, even though it's the a scam. I just want to see what's in there.
5: Microscope in the tri-state area. Is what
3: <laughs> wow! <laughs> it's a kids. It's a kids microscope. It's just a, It's an empty paper towel tube.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's crazy. oh that you are sent me this article about Deantward oh no
3: oh it's bad it's bad 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 ninja they, was uh, sh- uh, was showing his wiener on the set of chappy apparently forcing <laughs> people into performing sex rituals uh, bla- blackface i mean the list uh, goes on and on there's a
5: lot of shit they've done
3: semen retention of- what's that his unconventional philosophies concerning semen retention and the male energy that not ejaculating can yield. Well, at least okay. he's not at least he's not busting on people.
5: Oh uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of weird, yeah, problematic yes. those two.
3: Absolutely problematic. You're right; they are problematic. Melissa's favorite band. Wow,
5: no, <laughs> I used to love them.
3: Melissa, huge supporter. Not of anymore. They do. Not
5: anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Next message.
2: Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. Every time I say that, I just think of like the girl's room from a maybe Amanda show. Um, Hi, this is Lauren from Oklahoma City again all the time. Um, I was just listening to the most recent mailbag and literally just had like memory unlocked. The girl from Australia was talking about like fever dreams when you were a kid or sleep paralysis And it just made me think of this one time, like, I think I was maybe, like, six, and um, it was right before Christmas, maybe Christmas Eve. I can't remember because I was sick, but I was just sick, sleeping, and I just remember, like, being awake one day and looking in my doorway, and it's, like, a skeleton. And I was just, like, what the fuck? And we were just, like, (laughs) looking at each other, and the skeleton had, like a tie on what? and was, like, holding a clipboard. That's, well. a movie Halloween. Was that's the movie Halloween the Town. He looked very, like, office-like. Oh and um, I just woke up <laughs> the next day and was like, Mom, like, I saw the skull. And that's what I equated to the skeleton when I was a kid. So just blew my mind. Literally unlocked. I was just sitting there and I was like, Holy shit, I remember this. Um, and also... I have a super embarrassing experience at the thing. I was I was trying to be cute and cool for the web crawlers and was like, I'm going to write something super funny, do a phone call thing and call in and joke and be like, I'm the chief of police. So I wrote down this thing. I don't even remember what it said. And basically put it on a sticky note, put it in my little cabinet at work because I was on my uh, break when I thought of it. And a couple of weeks go by, I never did anything about it, forgot it was there, opened my little cabinet while I was sitting there with a coworker. And she was like, oh my God, what the fuck? And it, she, all she saw was chief of police and shit my pants. And I didn't know how to explain it. So I just was like, oh, ha, 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 I don't know. I, I don't even know.
5: So yeah. Oh, it was nothing.
2: That happened and I didn't know how to explain. Saying that I was the chief of police and talking about shooting my pants.
1: So <laughs> that's a thing that's that you guys amazing. have imprinted
2: on me. So thank you. Um, all right. Love you, bitches. La la la. Ka-ka, ka-ka. Have a good day. Bye.
5: Oh my God. That's funny. <laughs> a skeleton wearing a tie and holding a clipboard. That's really funny. <laughs> that's so business. weird. Yeah. That was a business skeleton. <laughs> Checking people in for something.
6: <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, hello, uh, web crawlers. Uh, this is uh, Yu, Yu Yang all the way from uh, Vancouver, B.C. Wow. Uh, oh. hello, uh, hello, Maria. Hello, Melissa. Hi. And uh, hello, Ellie. Hello. You know, I just had to call in, and I know you already had a caller about Eyes Wide Shut, but that caller uh, really made me want to call you call you about it because that is really one of my favorite movies. Oh. Um And I just want to add something that uh, that the other call already uh, said. So I don't want to repeat the same thing she said. She was pretty dead on with a lot of her points. Ooh. Um In terms of the film, I know it's a really hard film to watch, and I, I understand why, because uh it's really slow, it's way too long, and it's really weird, and the acting is just really stilted. So it's a hard movie to digest. Sounds
0: good.
5: <laughs>
6: but I think it's kind of sad, though, in the sense of, you know, I, when I watched that film originally in 1999, I was, I was able to watch it in, um, in, um, in a theater, obviously. But, uh, the way it was projected, it looks way different when it's projected, um, on film. Because, um, sadly, when, you, when when, when, when I watched, like, I saw it shot, like 20 years later, um, at the real theater here in, uh, in Vancouver. I don't know why I plugged them, but, you know, I just have to say it. when I saw it in Vancouver, um, basically, they shot, they shot it digitally. And the digital quality of it looks way different than the actual film. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the original film was so beautiful. The graininess oh, was absolutely amazing. Oh. But I just want to get to my point. I know I'm kind of rambling a bit. The point I wanted to make, though, that the other caller I didn't make, was that uh, adding to the conspiracy theory. If you look at Tom Cruise's career, before he did Eyes Sprite Shut, he was like Mr. American he was flawless. Every film he did was, he was basically on top of the world. $100 million every single time, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. this perfect image, you know? You saw him in Sherry Maguire. you know?
5: Cocktail. But
6: after he did eyesight Shut, then he did, um, uh, that,
5: uh, oh, Thomas Anderson
6: movie. I'm so, I'm kind of forgetting my, uh, the, the Magnolia. but it is, it is, it, is weird. Mm-hmm. it had a weird role. And then mm-hmm. afterwards, that's when like. His, his, a lot of the craziness came out. You know, whether it was him like standing on the couch, oh, you know, on, on a talk show, too. I can't remember now. Um, oh, but he's starting to get a lot of bad press, right? So it, it really, really points to Ice by Chuck being this movie that really, I think, upset the balance mm. Because it's really uh, directed at by people in power and how there's this kind of like massive underground conspiracy going on with people in power that are really controlling the world. Anyways, I just thought that—that thought. <laughs> I'm not expecting this to be on your actual mailbag show because we already talked about uh, Eyes White Shark and I'm also kind of rambling here. But I just want to let you know this. I love your show and
5: goodbye. Boing. I mean, that's a good point. The intern is. a went a little strange after Eyes Wide Shark. A little show. nutter butter. Yeah, that role, his role on Magnolia. Bonkers. He's so
7: good in Magnolia. He's oh, so my good. God. He's it's, so good yeah, in Magnolia. Good. What a
5: weird movie, though.
7: Oh, it's one of my yeah. favorites.
5: Yeah, it's one before of my you favorite of course it is.
7: It, it, well you course sh- Have you seen it recently? You sh- if you haven't seen it recently, it's so good. It's, it's so good.
5: good. I'll
3: revisit it. I'll revisit it.
7: Revisit it and just, you know, just let it the wash ending, over you.
3: Give it a chance.
7: Give it a, a chance. Give it a chance. But I think Tom Cruise is a great actor who should do more roles like magnolia and and stuff mm-hmm. like that because i when he does roles like that or like eyes wide shut he's just like in so insane and he does a lot of like action movies and stuff which are great and everything but yeah, i just want to see him Mission in more movies. yeah i mean he's I'll just like Mission the Impossible. top he's like the top actor of all time I it just really want to see him. I just want to see him in more like Magnolia roles because when I see him in that, him I'm an like, she's Louise. He, he, yes. And he's deserved multiple Oscars for multiple yeah. things he's done. Okay.
5: Mm-hmm. I agree.
7: And that's my little Tom Cruise yeah, deserves it and should get it. <laughs> there goes my rant. <laughs> there goes
3: your Tom Cruise rant again.
7: Usually <laughs> I do it off mic, but I thought today.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hot mic, hot mic. <laughs>
4: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. Uh, My name is Lydia. Uh, I did call once in the past before. Um, But so I... Since January started, I've been having the weirdest pattern in life. Which, okay, so bad things happen to me throughout the year, as um, you know, does like anyone has happened to them. Um, sure. But since January twenty twenty two started, it's literally been a hellhole.
0: Uh-huh. And
2: the beginning of January, um, my car broke. Down and stuff, and um, my fiance bought a new battery because it was a battery issue. Bought a new battery, right? Problem solved, perfect, whatever. Then, right as soon as that got solved, I got food poisoning and I was throwing up for fourteen plus hours straight, no, no Um, and then that, I started recovering from that. And we got our marriage license because we were supposed to get married on the 2nd of February.
1: Oh, no. So we got our marriage
2: license and as we're driving home, um, his truck broke down completely. No. Um, so then we're sharing a vehicle and um, scared. Uh, we shared a vehicle for about a week. His truck got fixed. We had our own vehicles for like about two days or one day or something. And then as I was driving to work, my tire literally exploded. No. Not just a flat tire. It literally, you know, popped, exploded or whatever. I was driving on the metal rim and I'm a crazy person. So <laughs> my car is shaking. You know, it's like, what is happening? And I did not know what was going on. I'm a huge diss, especially when it comes to cars. So I hit the left signal, signal, um, turn signal because my car started violently shaking and I was like, okay, something's wrong. Oh my I God. Can't, like keep driving this to work. So, um, and I got out of the car and sure enough the tires exploded. Um, so anyway, that was the whole story. That was super stressful. Um and then um my tires got fixed um this past Tuesday, which was the um twenty fifth. And, um, I got a sore throat on Tuesday. And I literally oh, no. had me a joke, like, oh, what's the next thing going to be? Um, I'm going to get COVID. And oh, then i are going to have to cancel the wedding. And, <gasps> sure enough, um, today, Saturday, my fiance's feeling sick. And we're supposed to get married on Wednesday, the 2nd of February, because it's supposed to be 2-22, a
5: oh, little no. satisfied date. Um and- there's a part two. No, no. Hi again, it's Lydia. Um, for the web crawlers, this is part
2: two. My voicemail, but basically, um, yeah, we have to cancel. We, uh. I just had to cancel our wedding on the second, um, because we both have COVID. We tested positive for it. No, no. Um, and I didn't want to be responsible for anyone getting sick or anything. And, um, just sucks really bad. But also I just want to know what have I done to deserve all this crap. Like, I don't understand why it's literally like one bad thing after the next. And not like, it's not like anything spread out either. It's like literally as soon as one problem gets sorted out, it's the next thing. And it's like big, like really stressful things happening. It's not like, you know. Little stuff and and the wedding was already a small wedding and I had to cancel. and just like, what have I done to deserve this? I don't know. Um, but if you guys know, maybe (laughs) what what I did to deserve (laughs) and start back on track with, you know, only things happening throughout the year, the year and not every single week. Um, I would love to know. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Oh, damn, oh, that sucks. Bummer. That really sucks.
3: But I mean, maybe it happened for a reason. Who knows? Maybe something weird w- would have happened on the, on the second.
5: Oh, that's true. Something real know. bad could have happened on the second. Yeah. Like, well, a now pla- that you've a plane had, could've... now that you've had COVID, are you, you're supposed to be like super immune for like a few months or a while. So now you can go out. Yeah, They'll go see a lick, movie. A,
3: lick a telephone pole.
5: Yeah.
7: <laughs> we
5: yeah, have all this for a while. The silver lining here
7: is you can go lick as many telephone poles as you want.
3: And that's at the end of the day, what we've all been hoping for.
5: You know what? It's it can only go up from here. You've had yeah. terrible, terrible things happen. It's not going to last the whole year. That's impossible. It d- doesn't happen like that.
3: You should sage yourself. Sage yourself. Sage your Palo Santo oh, yourself. Oh, your that's yes. Sage yourself. Take a take a salt bath. Get yes. some Himalayan get some Himalayan salts, um, bath salts. Take a nice take a nice bath. Cleanse yourself. Palo Santo yourself in your house. Maybe buy. Go to your local witch shop, buy a crystal, buy some quartz. <laughs> just start yeah, it new. Not? Open all the windows in your apartment and house and just let some light in and just get all yeah, that air energy. Out. Air it out. Air it out. <laughs> You'll be good as new. You'll be good as new.
5: <laughs> well, it works. Guarantees.
1: I guarantee it. Uh, this is uh, Matt. I called about before about my professor who would get drunk with their students (laughs) um so y'all there's been people in those like voicemails talking about like saint louis pizza and while Uh i'm from texas i used Uh to date this girl in like high school that mom was from saint louis so there was like one saint louis pizza uh place here in san antonio uh so she would take us there because it was like apparently super close to i guess what like you know real saint louis pizza would taste like and it wasn't bad. Like, I actually really liked it. I really liked going there. Uh, I actually continue to go there with my girlfriend, like, the girl I dated afterwards. Um, so it was not a special place, I would say, for me after that. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like anybody who says that, like, a certain type of pizza is just, like, crazy because everybody has their own. I mean, there's no Texas pizza because, you know, we suck here in Texas. But, I mean, New York style hits, Chicago hits, St. Louis hits. I mean, California Pizza Kitchen hit. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, That's all I got for you.
5: Bye. Yeah. All pizza hits.
3: All pizza is good.
5: I think, you know, what's good
7: is, is CPK a BLT pizza. Have you guys have that? The bacon, (gasps) lettuce and tomato pizza? No. I don't believe
3: I have. Oh, my God. I always get the barbecue chicken pizza. That's
7: good, too. But oh, my God. The BLT pizza is kind of where it's at for me.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Ooh, no okay spinach okay, artichoke
7: yeah. dip, little BLT
5: oh. pizza. Oh, artichoke dip.
3: I think I used to have the Thai chicken pizza, was pretty good.
5: Okay. Ooh. Interesting. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all, all pizza's good. good.
3: I had a great, uh, actually, it wasn't great. I ordered a Hawaiian pizza from Domino's the other Ooh. day. Mm. And then it, it, it came fucked up. It was the gluten free crust. And oh. I, I recent, fa- I recently found out I'm gluten intolerant, but I mean I don't really care. But I'll try, I'll get gluten free when I can. Um, and I got, I accidentally went extra cheese, extra pineapple, no, extra pineapple, regular amount of ham, but it just like they put on. I think they did extra tomato sauce. Like it just, it wasn't right. It, it was not right. right.
5: Yeah, yeah. Domino's. Uh, it's you know, miss it's these good, days. but it's it's not great. Yeah, it's good. It's not great.
3: Not great. Dominoes. It's
5: funny you say that because you said CPK. It's
7: all good as the, like the tagline. And then with Domino's, you said it's it's good, but it's not great. Not great. But we're yes. still eating
5: it. But still we're still eat eating it. it. <laughs> <the prophecy laughs> <of Dominoes laughs> pizza. Fuck yeah, I'm eating it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm eating it. Okay, next
8: message. Hi, Hi. Um,
5: it's Doran calling. Yes. How are you? Um, <laughs> Great. Oh, uh, uh, never
8: mind. Sorry. Um, so I'm listening to the uh, Jack-o-lantern uh, Korea oh, yeah. whatever episode and the more you're talking about it, and I'm, I, it's, I'm in the middle of it, so uh, maybe this comes up, I don't know. But um, it's Making me think of the movie Jacob's Ladder. Have you seen that? It's fucking oh. awesome.
3: Oh, and, yes, I, I haven't um, seen it, but I've heard of it.
8: And I guess, uh, well, it's old enough, I can spoil it a little bit, but basically um, one of the, the major themes of it is about um, like testing of chemicals like LSD and things on soldiers in battle oh, and right. stuff. I don't know that that movie is explicitly based on reality and, uh, you know, in any, again, in any specific way. But, um, it made me think of that. And then that made me think about, um, you know, I I don't think you guys have talked about, or maybe you have, but I don't remember you guys talking about, uh, that sort of thing in depth, the whole government testing, um, soldiers uh, you know, testing chemicals on soldiers I don't know why I can't talk and make a coherent sentence other than I'm driving through rush hour traffic right now but there is a thing I need to look it up I mean I looked it up but I need to find it the Edgewood Arsenal human experiments Ooh. Um, I didn't read too much about it because I was just uh, I wanted to give the name to you but I mean that sounds intriguing but that's, that's related I think so Um. That's all. Yet another pointless message (laughs) from your boy, Joran. Okay, your boy. You're you're the best, and have a great day. Bye.
5: Okay, the Edgewood Arsenal human experiments from 1948 to 1975, U.S. Army conducted research in Maryland. Was uh, evaluate the impact of low dose chemical warfare agents on military personnel in test protective clothing, pharmaceuticals, and vaccines. Oh Whoa. shit!
3: We should do an episode on that. I've yeah. heard
5: about this.
3: People always say that Jacob Slatter is one of like the best horror thriller movies. I think it's I've about never this. never seen it. This veteran who keeps getting weird flashbacks or something oh. like that. But every time I tried to watch it, I, I haven't gelled with it. But maybe I should try again.
5: Yeah, I've, I've heard about it. I've never actually watched it. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, next message.
2: Hi, Maria. Um, this is a question that my roommate just asked me while we were watching Drunk wow, okay. history. Wow, okay. I've been having a terrible day and I watched Drunk history when I'm sad. And my Aww. friend wants to know if when you are acting out the scenes, do you lip sync it or do you say the words and then they dub it over? Because you know we want to know. Um, <laughs> please answer this. I don't care what podcast you answer it on. I'm a Patreon of
5: both of them, so wow, um, you know my bases are covered. Uh, love you, so bye. You know I've always wondered that too. I
7: haven't. Wow. But please the,
5: tell us the power yeah.
7: I have in my hands. What they do is I'll just give you what the the background of how they they do it. They'll go to the person's house, they'll record the narration, they'll edit it down, and um, they'll send us the edited down version of like the entire interview portion. And then what I'll do personally is all on my phone, um, record my parts and so that on my phone so that I can voice memo them over and over again. So basically, I'm learning how to say it by it's like listening to a song and learning how to say it so that when you get on the
5: person doing the interview says your lines
7: yeah and then you also have a script so if the line is like right okay and they they came over and had some chicken then and they're saying that i have a script that says and they came over and had some chicken i'm listening to it i'm learning how to say it the cadence
5: Um, okay when you
7: get on set the uh sound department uh chase Sampson. uh shout out to chase he will play you can go over to his little station before they shoot your part you can have him play it over and over again for you and so you can like get to know it and then when they're they'll basically block out the scene um as though it's like a music video to the portion of dialogue so they'll say uh action and then if there's any movement and then they'll play it, like they're playing a song on a music video set and then oh, so you'll you do the it. scenes. You, so you hear it over you and then oh, you lit okay. some people will say it out loud because you're not miked because there's no reason to mic you. So if oh, some of yeah. the actors that are on it want to say it out loud, they can, if they just want to lip it, like lip sync to it, they can do that. I think I usually lip sync to it. I don't think I say it. Um, and then if you mess up, you'll just say stop. And you'll have to start over from scratch. But usually they break it down so that it's just like little segments unless it's a big, unless it's a big monologue. But that's how, that's how it's done.
5: Oh, wow, behind, that's the pretty cool. behind the scenes.
7: Behind the scenes, a little behind the scenes look.
5: That's neat. That seems hard. It can be. Too.
7: Especially if you get a big monologue, you can't. Oh, it gets great. pretty stressful because if you mess up a word, you can't go, you can't go back. Yeah. Right. So there'll be times like when you're doing it, you'll just go, no, sorry, and they'll just have to rewind the the tape and wow, do it again. Wow. There you go. Well, well <laughs> thank God. I'm...
5: Thank God, you're a professional. Thank <laughs> <Yeah>. God. <laughs> and on that note, we've got one message wow. left. Wow. Here we go.
2: Hi guys. This is a message for web crawlers. Uh, this is Sam calling from near London, United Kingdom. London. Um, oh. And um, I was just calling because I was listening to your episode where you mentioned the Australian Tourist Board commercials. Yes. And I really think you need to check out the, I believe we get them in the UK, but also Australia, not just the USA tourist board but the California tourist board oh. commercial um, they feature a myriad of um, oh, wow. A-list celebrities <laughs> oh <my> um, including
1: <laughs> That's Arnie so embarrassing.
2: White RIP um, uh, but yeah, you really need to see them if I had the email address which I'm sure I could find somewhere I would send you the links but I'm sure that you're savvy enough to look up California Tourist Board, UK commercials on on YouTube or whatever other uh service they may be available on. Um yeah, that's all for me. Um one last thing. Has anybody noticed how much Maria looks like Anne Frank? Um yeah, so that's all.
7: Loads of love guys. Bye. So I'm looking at that tourist video. I guess this is from 2010. You've got Jay Leno. You've got... Jay Leno? You've got a Cesar Milan. You've got... Uh, um, I don't know who some of these people are. You've got a uh, golfer... Who is that? Tiger Woods. Ernie Els. N- who are these people? Okay, well, you've got Rob Lowe. You've got Maria Shriver and Arnold. Mm-hmm. And... Basically, they were just, you know, at the beach. They were at Universal Studios. They were in downtown. They were on the pier. Wow. They were Disneyland. The they were all. They were getting a massage. Um, oh, nice. Who,
5: who was getting a massage?
7: See, that's one of the celebrities I don't know because she's on her side and she's getting a mud bath. Um, is, she, is she naked? <laughs> she's got a towel around. You can see her shoulders. She's got bare. She's got beautiful bare shoulders. Shoot the link into um, the
3: group text, please.
7: Oh, okay, and it's at at second eighteen is where you see this woman uh, getting her mud bath.
3: Yeah, I gotta <laughs> I gotta look into this mud bath situation.
7: Rob Lowe's at like the Sequoia Forest. That's oh yeah. yeah, I
3: don't know. Who, oh, that's like I think that's like Shania Twain, Jay Leno.
7: It is? That's not Shania. Is that? that's, that's in no way?
3: Who's the first person? No, the first person who's uh, uh who's surfing, although I don't think Sir Shania Duane would be <laughs> I don't think that's Shania Duane.
7: <laughs> Paul I don't know who some oh, of I don't these people know are who
3: that is, yeah, getting the massage. I don't know who that is. David Beckham, Rob Lowe, Maria Shriver, and Arnold having a nice lunch.
5: Interesting. Okay. Is that Ron Howard? Was
7: it? The one at Universal? The oh, the the director at Universal Studios? No, I don't think that's Ron Howard. I don't know. It's a, Here's the thing, the the video is a little blurry, so you yeah, can't it's hard qu- there's to tell. some of them you can't quite tell. Well, uh if that video doesn't get you to California, I don't know what will.
5: <laughs> yeah. If you don't like that, well, sorry. <laughs> we don't know
7: we can't offer you anything Italian else. else.
3: I'm reading the the comments.
7: What do they say?
3: Some people just writing, I don't like California. <laughs> <laughs> I hate well, California. Well, California
7: doesn't like you,
3: so. Yeah, yeah. California's <laughs> a
7: beautiful state. It's got everything. Yeah. It's got mountains. It's got it. oceans. It's got forests.
3: Snow. Sun. Real Housewives. Yeah. Crawlers podcast. That's yeah. right. All the greats. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, please continue to call us. We love your voicemails so much. Uh, I am Allie Siegel. I am
5: Melissa Stettin.
7: And i producer Maria. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Let's
1: wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop
2: dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com.
1: Let's get this dinner party started.
0: My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything.